Hi, welcome to Intuition, Your First Sense. This is Vicki Baird, your intuitive life and development coach. And this week, we have Josh Reese back in the booth for another one of his interview Vicky shows where I don't know the questions ahead of time and I like it, but it also makes me a little nervous. <laughs> so let's see what we get into. VickiBear.com. It's time to be your best. It's time to reconnect with your first sense. Trust in your gut, it's the real thing. Let's see what your future brings. Time to let the fun commence. Intuition, your first sense. Gosh, as always. Thank you for coming in. Of course. I'm a little terrified, <laughs> but we all know I love, if it scares me, I have to try it. Right. So, and I know you'll be kind. How have you been? I've been amazing. I'm excited for this. I always like to see where you go with these questions and see what one subject turns into another, see what your answers are for these very random questions. I know you're ready for it. I am ready for it. Hit I've me got with the easy first... ones to start for you. Oh, thank goodness. All right. You so ready? I am ready. Okay. Name the first song that comes to mind. You light up my life. Okay. Debbie Boone. That's Name scary. the first food that comes to your mind. Brussels sprouts because I've been eating way too many of them lately. Oh boy. How about the first movie that comes to mind? Phenomenon um, because I haven't seen it yet and it's been sitting on my DVD player for about two months now. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm curious about it because... It talks about a gentleman, I think it's John, John, John Travolta, Travolta. From the 90s. Yeah. I love that movie. Yeah. yeah. All right. No wonder you lit up a little bit. See, you <laughs> yeah. you light up my life. Um, it, and so that's on tap for this weekend. Yeah. That's a good movie. Oh, good. All right. Okay. Last one of these. Name the first smell that comes to, my, to mind. Hopefully it doesn't have to do with Brussels sprouts. <laughs> I love my Brussels sprouts. Um, they're a newly acquired love. I love so Brussels sprouts. I, we're, we're still getting along. Uh, the The first thing that comes to mind is uh, like the Nag Champa incense. Hmm. Um, it's I love the smell of them, but they also have a frequency, and I um, I use them often rather than candles or anything like that. So it's mm -hmm. one of my favorite smells. So why do you think stuff comes to mind like that like why does that happen like some you know um well the random randomness of it today is cracking me up a little bit yeah. um i sometimes it seems like it would make sense like oh that song happened to be playing in the car i forgot yeah. but sometimes it's super random and you don't know why that would be the first thing that comes to your mind well i i know it's part of the reticular activating system where we just store everything it's a filing cabinet in our brain and it puts every every experience you have gets put in there. So I what I haven't figured out, and some scientist probably knows, but what I haven't figured out is why do I pull that file? Right. And I listened to your podcast on the way over. <laughs> so I um, did not listen to music. So I don't know why Debbie Boone's in my head. Yeah. So, so now it'll be interesting if like when you leave here you get yes. in the car and that song comes on. Yes. Yeah. And and sometimes because I tend to, especially when I'm doing something like this or I'm in a session, I tend to be so open. Op yeah, yeah. Yeah, that I'll get an email. That's my favorite song right. or something along those. I mean, I do like the song, but that surprised me. Yeah. It's all just sitting in there. So do you so. believe in random? 
Like in general, like if we're talking bigger than these song stuff, do you believe like anything's random? I do. I do believe yeah. that there's uh, it can't always be about us. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes I'll say to people, a frog is a frog. Like sometimes it just is. Yeah. Like it can't Not always be a sign. Not everything has to have a deeper meaning. Or a... No, and oh my goodness, please stop that because it's exhausting <laughs> right. to find the deeper meaning right. in, you know, why did I see a squirrel on the side of right. the road? Well, y you live here. Right. They're everywhere. There's a lot of squirrels, right. So there can be oh. coincidences. It's not all just... Uh, I don't necessarily believe in coinkydinks. Um, I do believe that there is a... Um, convergence of energy that happens. So, but the difference I think is, are you experiencing something that is very likely just a part of life? Yeah. Um, or is there, do you get some kind of nudge? Do you get a twinge? Do, is there something in that brain that says, pay attention to this? Um, and so I don't believe in coin coincidences i'm so used to saying coincidences. <laughs> um, i don't believe in coincidences um but i think there's room for uh random acts of life hmm. you know so if something is happening in your path or on your day or and and it makes an impact i think you have to pay attention so yeah. you run into that person in the grocery store that you've been meaning to call um or you get the email uh, about something you've been thinking about. It's not just because, you know, Big Brother's listening. It's more that, oh, yeah, I was going to do that. I do believe that there's a convergence of energy that works in our favor. So part of that would be then learning to listen to your in intuition when things like that pop up. Absolutely, yeah. because then you'll know when it is pertinent to you and when it's relevant and when it truly is just a squirrel on the side of the right. road. Okay. Yeah. So to switch to something other, something else very random, why do you think the weather has the ability to affect our moods? Or does it? Or are we just choosing to let it? Or um, what well, are your thoughts on the subject? Well, I, it, I believe it does have the ability because we are all a bunch of atoms stuck together. So, so it's like pure science. It is. Yeah. It is. Like, I think we're... A bit naive to think if the moon affects the ocean and look how big the ocean is yeah. like you can't be affected by atmospheric pressure definitely in the northeast without the sunshine without the vitamin d um or the fact that it's stinking 20 degrees below zero lately <laughs> wind chill factor um i think that it's part of being a, a member of this whole universe that yeah. we are affected. Um, we're water. Of course we're going to be affected by it. I think you have a choice in allowing there to be power over how you respond to how you're affected. Yeah. So you can be miserable because it's cold or you can get the right clothes so you can be out in the cold. There is something to like a gloomy, rainy day and just wanting to lay on the oh, couch. Oh, the permission. Right. The permission right. to just land this last weekend when it was so oh. cold. And um, just midday or snowing. We had a bunch of snow. Yeah. Uh, we just like landed. We went for a hike in the morning and then it was like, eh. And it wasn't enough snow to deter you from right. being right. anywhere. It's a good enough <laughs> excuse to say, let's just sit down. Exactly. Lounge. Yeah. Exactly. And in our... 
lifestyles lately, you know, sometimes we have to be encouraged to stop, to allow, to receive Mm -hmm. the time and stuff. So, yeah, we're little barometers, whether it's your intuitive sense or your sinuses, you know. (laughs) So last time when I was asking questions, one of the questions was, if you believe that aliens exist, Mm -hmm. right? And you said yes. Mm -hmm. Um, Now my question is, do you think that there are currently aliens on this planet? No. No? No. Okay. Why? Because there's, and I'm not going to explain it well, but there's the light years between planets. Like, it would take how many years? Something like, you know, 100 life light years to get to us. So could there be... Okay, yes. Um, there can be Bigfoot, too. You know, Do you they, think there ever has been? Aliens on this yeah. planet? I just don't think so. And, I mean, the my feeling is that, and maybe I'm just not believing in the human race enough, but I think that the other um, life forms and the other universes and such that exist... I just think that they're further ahead than we are. And I think if they were here, if they were coming here, I don't know that we'd be teaching them anything. Uh, And I think a lot of times you explore in order to learn, right? Right. So uh, that's just my feeling. I mean, hey, if they... Maybe that's why if they have been here, they're still not. Because they came here and thought, huh. Oh, yeah. We don't need this place. This is elementary. Right. I I must go. Um, Yeah. I just, I, my, my intuition, I know that there are other galaxies, universes, and, and, and I can feel the intelligence. I just think that sometimes the human ego wants to believe we're all important mm. and others must want to come to be part of right. our world. So we're such a speck of sand on like, a, you know. Right. right. So, uh. I, I think it's fun to believe. Um, yeah. I love DT, you yeah. know. So I, I find it fascinating. I I agree, and I I will also say I haven't put a lot of thought or time into it. Right. Um, one of my brother-in-laws, boy, he can do so a, into it. Oh, so yeah. into it and intelligently yeah. into it, and and we've had some great dialogues about it. Yeah. And then I'll just say. I don't know, Helen. I don't know. Sounds cool. Maybe. Okay. Right. Welcome. You're still, come on over, have some tea. Right. And then leave. And yeah, and then go. And, you know. There's enough other other energy sources in the house that you don't need. No kidding. (laughs) You don't need aliens on top of it. So, switching subjects again very randomly, what are just a few quick tips you could give people to begin to learn to accept themselves? Oh, Very similar to the subject of alien life form, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> as I smack myself in the face. Well, you can accept. You right. know, I accept own. that pain. You, you right. can accept that you just whacked yourself with a filter. Um, <laughs> to accept themselves, the first one isn't all that uh, scientific or anything, but it's to have some humor. We are all learning how. How, who, why, what, all of that in in our process. So if you can have some humor around the idea that I can't know it all, I don't know it all, that's fine. I can ask questions. I can um, 
seek the information, but to have that humor and to be open to the fact that perfection does not exist. So stop it. We're not going to get there. Um, uh, to be along those lines, to be willing to, you know, move thy arse. You, you can't just wish for things or ask for things. You have to be willing to put the effort into it. And acceptance comes from looking at what you may not like about yourself mm -hmm. and or what's not working for you. And to look at it objectively and say, okay, well, that's where I was or how I was. Um, that's not necessarily where and who I want to be. So let me develop a plan. You know, that's a lot of the times what I'm working with with my clients is a sense of you really are okay. You're a very decent person. Yeah. And there are some things that need to shift. Just this morning, I said to one of my clients, I'm going to have to fire you. And she was like, what? I said, wow. we have been talking about this for over a decade and I'm done. I'm done. Wow. Because we can talk about self-care, self-acceptance, um, the things you're going to do, might do, want to do. Well, if you're not doing them, I can't be part of that any longer. And we'll see what she does with it. <laughs> she panicked a little bit. Yeah. but Sometimes you need to be scared into that, like we're not doing this anymore. Well, you know? and I can't be... I ethically cannot take your money and not and feel allowing. like we're doing something and I'm perpetuating a right. codependent personality. That's not okay. So part of the acceptance may be that you have a life coach from New England who eventually is so direct that she goes, enough. Right. Like, just cut the you-know-what. So sometimes we have to be shown that uh, we do have... A, a great self and we do have the ability to meet that great self ourselves and sometimes it comes from a little bit of a soap opera slap yeah uh, and a willingness to fire myself <laughs> <laughs> so before we get to the next question why don't we take a quick little break okay and then i've got a good one to start off the next segment oh boy all right well we will be right back with whatever his good question is you're listening to Intuition, Your First Sense, the podcast by Vicki Baird, intuitive coach, consultant, and speaker. Did you know that you can schedule a private intuitive session with Vicki? Book your own phone or video session online at vickibaird.com booking. And if you're ready to create transformation in your life as you develop your own intuition, choose a coaching package. With three, six, or 12-month options, you can benefit from Vicki's wise guidance over time as you discover your path. Plus, with a coaching package, you'll get improved pricing and priority advanced scheduling. Book today at vickibaird.com slash booking. That's V-I-C-K-I-B-A-I-R-D dot com slash booking. Thanks for listening. If you're listening to this podcast, it's because of Anchor. Anchor is an app that literally makes this podcasting experience so easy. It's free and there is a creation tool right inside the app and it'll send it out to all the platforms for you. It has made this process seamless and something that actually helped me to really be excited about getting all the shows out to you because it didn't take 
a whole new degree in technology. So feel free to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started on your own podcast and let me know what it is so I can listen to it. Thanks for coming back, joining us for part two of what questions does Josh have for Vicki? And I do enjoy these because, like I've said in previous ones, rarely do I sit down with someone who asks me the questions and makes me think. And I love that because a lot of the times I'm trying to come up with the subjects and figure out for myself what could be interesting. Uh, And I like being challenged. So what have you got for me there? So if we're looking really broadly, right, not just talking about you or I and your journey or my journey, we're talking about globally, where we are as humans, everything, the current situation of life. What are two things that you hope will change in the world during our lifetime? Hmm. Two, Big question. Two things that I aspire to help with in the change keeping in mind I'm 20 years older than you are. Um, So thank you for that longevity (laughs) vote. Uh, Two things that, well, it goes back to the acceptance question you asked me earlier. My um, hope, my desire is that when more people arrive in that place of self-acceptance, in the I'm I'm good with who I am today, I'm doing my best and, and yeehaw, that, you know, they're, they're so good with themselves that they're nicer to other people, right? It goes out exponentially. So I would like to see more understanding of, and we're, we're, part, we're entering into it, more understanding of how the brain fires and how it can be changed through neuroplasticity and through some of these other practices so that we can arrive, we can shift some of that, arrive in some form of today acceptance and then interact with others kindly. Um, I would love to see judgment released, but that's a human thing. So I'm not quite sure um, because it's taught. I don't believe it's inherent in us. Um, And I would like to see um, an appreciation of (laughs) each other's idiosyncrasies. And that's part of the acceptance. Like, I don't have to like what you like. I don't have to be who you are, thankfully, because that would be boring if we were all the same. Um, I would love to see that. I always hold that people are capable of that. Like, that's my, that's my own bar. Um, so even when we have blatant examples that people are still knuckle dragging, um, I still maintain somewhere in there is a soul that doesn't want to act like that. And Mm -hmm. it may not get it in this lifetime. (laughs) We may have to wait another one to see it. But, um, I just believe that humanity is capable of such amazing things if we stop comparing to others and, and we allow ourselves to be who we are. Yeah. And that's hard. It's incredibly hard yeah. because comparison is not necessarily a bad thing. Right. You know, sometimes the comparison and even a little bit of competition is fantastic. Yeah. You know, it, it gets you to move your butt and everything. But I think the idea that my way or the highway that we're in right now is just creating more 
of a divide. And there, there does need to be a little bit of give in order for us to grow in order for, and that might be accepting that we have um, those individuals that are always, I don't like that phrase, that are giving examples and they're acting in a very homophobic or racist or judgmental, you know, what we might consider idiocy, but isn't that judgmental too? Right. So, you know, we're saying they're judging others, but you're judging we're them. Judging when them for judging others. It's exactly. Just all a big circle. <laughs> exactly. So it it comes more, I think, to the behavior and common decency. And I I I I hold the and some might say it's Pollyanna, but I truly believe that all of us have goodness in us, and I would like to see it expressed more. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so it wouldn't be one of these episodes if I didn't just randomly change subjects again to something else. <laughs> so now that we've conquered what's going to change in the world, yeah. let's talk about ghosts. Okay. Right, naturally. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> what are a couple tips on how to communicate in some form with ghosts or spirits? And with that, do you think it's good that some people even want to? That there is that desire for people to see or hear or feel or connect and there are different levels to that, obviously. Okay. What are your thoughts on that? Okay. Um, I think I'm going to do the second part first. Yeah. And then I'm going to ask you again what that first part was because <laughs> I lost it as soon as you started talking about the second. I'm like, ooh, I'm going to answer that. Right. So um, I think it's fine that people want to communicate. I think it's natural. I think the intention behind it is what needs to be examined. Right. If you're looking to go into a space simply to you know prove that there's activity simply to stir it up all oh, that annoys me um because we should be of service if there is activity that means that there is someone who is trapped in the lower astral realm and they need help crossing it's not for us to make an entertainment spectacle right. out of them so yeah that can get me up on my high horse um I think it's fine. I think people do it every day. Yeah. You know, so I think that ghost is too big of a of a category. Like when you're when I say people are communicating every day, the ones you're communicating with um, have crossed and they're either ones that you were related to, maybe it's the person who's visiting their old home. So it's they're just traveling through and they're they're popping in to say hi and and we do that a lot. So I think it's if people want to develop their abilities, that's fine, too. I personally don't teach it because I know that those who have crossed are more interested in us focusing on raising our vibration and mm -hmm. being decent to each other, to the ones that are here, and to looking at our lives and where we are and where we would like to be than looking in the rearview mirror in order to look for the validation from, you know, someone who's in their soul place. So what was the first part? Well, so how would you suggest what would people do to, um, if they wanted to figure out how they could communicate with them or how to develop that, like what are a couple quick tips? Not that there's a quick, easy way to do it, but yeah. what would their first steps be? Because it seems like something a lot of people are interested in. It is something that a lot of people are interested in, and I think it's something that 
can be very cathartic. What I would say first and foremost is you have to look at your intention. It goes right. back to that too. I would say that um, you want to find someone who has a great reputation. I am not a fan of 200 people signing up for a weekend, go into a workshop, boom, you come out, you're a medium. Right. Oh, um, because that can create a lot of mental health disturbances in the person participating and maybe just someone who who was part of the group who didn't necessarily open up that much. So I would say don't be afraid of it. Um, that would be one of my tips. Go in in curiosity that, um, you know, we're all going to get there. We're all going to croak. Yeah. So see it as a school of sorts. Um, but, it, you know, developing your intuition is – really pretty simple there's a there's some practices obviously to it but this is the same thing you become aware of what's going on around you you tap into the energy fields around you if you feel the presence in a room you stop and say hey who are you what what you got for me so be curious and you've talked before early on in the podcast about the claire sisters and that people have <laughs> different right natural intuitive yeah. methods so going back and listening to those and Leaning on what their yeah. strong suit is yeah. could, would be a good place to start then with that. It would and be. And how, how they might particularly be open to that, right? Yeah, because learning how you're wired or where your primary wiring is will, will help you have tools to process whatever's going on um, and decipher whatever's going on. But the the grand majority of any spirit activity interaction is going to be loving. Yeah. So, I mean, if you want to clear houses and do all that kind of stuff, fantastic. More power to you. Let me know. I'll send people to you if I feel like you're doing it in a loving, uh, considerate, and effective way. Yeah. So, so on a somewhat simu similar um, topic, what about, I know you've done a um, podcast episode all about this, but if we're talking a couple of quick, easy tips, what about easy tips on communicating with people's spirit guides? What are some ways they can start to be open to that rather than to actually being able to hear or see or take in messages from their own guides rather than spirits or ghosts, whatever you want to call them? Yeah. <laughs> um, Obviously, that's a big, broad topic yeah. to say quick tips. But. Well, the quick tip would be to sit your butt down. Um, we have to be willing to put in the work. The easiest thing is to sit, take 10 minutes, no more than that. Make sure you're asking for white light. Make sure that you have an intention of connecting through your heart center. Um, and then you ask to speak to one of your guides. There's hundreds. If they all come at one, you will not be able to decipher. Uh, ask to speak to... You know, your, your parenting guide if you're having challenges with your kid or your career guide if you'd like to make a shift. And then allow the information. Like all of your senses have to be open. Your first sense is going to be there. It's already working. And yet you have to use your ability to feel around you, your ability to see, your ability to hear, to smell. All of this has to be invited to the party in order to receive those messages. The other tip is you keep at it. 
it's so subtle. And we're a bit of a society of instant gratification. We right. think things are going to happen just because I said I'm going to sit down and talk to my spirit guide. They want to hear a booming voice. Hey, it's me. <laughs> yeah. Here's what I got for you today. <laughs> and if that happens, there's probably a truck barreling at you or something. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to say it's, it's not. Uh, but the, from the spirit guide realm, there's it's the exchange of energy, right? It's the... It's the commitment to whatever information is coming through. Are you going to use it in the highest sense? Because there are some readers out there that say, I'm connecting to your guides and and I'm connecting to my guides. And when I look at the energy field, I'm like, no, you're not because you're not. Uh, the frequency's not high enough. Right. You know, it, it, it needs to be up in those kind of make your ears ring <laughs> realm. And I'm like, OK, I, I, I oh. All right. So, so. so you, you, much like anything else that's worth achieving. Consistency. Consistency. You have yeah. to put your butt in the chair. And that's why I say 10 minutes. Yeah. Because like, if you sit any longer than that, you probably fall asleep. Um, and that's okay, too. But you won't necessarily make achieve progress anything, that way. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yep. You'll be well rested. That'll right. be good. Right. <laughs> um, to the next question, what is a way of telling or how do you know if someone is a soul connection to you? Some sort of whether it's the word soulmate or you have all sorts of, you know, soul connections. How would you know if they are? I think that's different for each person. But the the common response is and the thing that I have experienced, but also here is there's just a knowing mm -hmm. like there's a magnetism almost that draws you in. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean they're in your best interest. Because someone, you can have a soul memory or a knowing that you've met this person or you, you want to meet this person. I would say that you take that feeling, that essence, that, that knowing, and you ask, for what purpose? Um, or is it in my highest interest to, to meet this person? Because we can all look hinds you know, hindsight in the year 2020. <laughs> Um, come on, you have to put that bad joke in there somewhere. <laughs> that there was someone that, yes, there was the pull to, but somewhere in our intuitive sense, it also said, you might want to complete this and, and yeah. not be in depth. There's, there's this, I don't know that the English language has, the, has enough words for it, but there's this sense of familiarity, mm. um, the sense of, somewhere along the line we've met or we've set the plan to meet so coming up to valentine's day though i just want to put in um watch the soulmate because when we set the intention and there will be tons of courses offered and all kinds of stuff starting up if not already in how to meet your soulmate please don't pay the money to take those courses <laughs> or find out where the person is intending um, because a soulmate is most of the time that lesson is learned through contrary means, hmm. not in your best interest because it's something that you've set up that, oh, I will get this in this lifetime. Hmm. So I'd much rather you connect with someone who is a... Um, of a heart space, of a a, um, a um, 
partner in it rather than mate up uh, because whew, talk about codependency. Yeah. <laughs> so on another somewhat similar subject, do you remember many of your past lives? Hmm. Do I remember? Not necessarily. Can I tap into? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I have done a past life regressions. Mm-hmm. When my daughter was younger, she was 14, somewhere in there, and she just thought she was in charge. And that's not all that unusual of a 14-year-old. Mm. But she always talked to me like we were buddies. And I was like, this this is not cool. Like, She knew I was the mom, but there was always this buddy thing. And so I did a past life regression to see where did we connect in a previous life. And yeah, we got into a little bit of trouble together <laughs> in a previous life oh, so boy. as males. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so, and I just asked that they be removed. Um, the cords to that lifetime be removed. And then I went home and told her about it. And she's like, that makes so much sense (laughs) because she wasn't trying to be disrespectful or anything. She just felt like, Hey, you, my buddy. And I'm like, but you do need to clean your room. (laughs) I gave up on that eventually. Um, so I know like when the fires were going through Australia, Mm -hmm. I could not watch that. It hurt me on a level, and and sometimes that stuff can get to me, the tsunamis and all that. I can feel that pain and the suffering that's going on for Mm. the people there. Australia was so hard for me that I don't typically avoid stories like Mm. that. I did. I just could not go there. Um, And I've always known that I have to put my feet on that continent at some point. Mm because there's a past life there and I've purposely not looked at it because I want to see it when I put my feet yeah. down. Yeah. So a lot of the times when you um, see somebody who's particularly good at a subject or they have a skill set in an area, it's because they've honed it in a previous lifetime. Yeah. So I do believe, this is kind of fun, that the more we evolve and the more we do the subsequent lifetimes, that we will have some kind of remembrance. Mm. The tricky part is not getting caught up in it. Like people will come in and they'll say, well, I'm not moving forward because of a past life. And I'm like, don't think so. Um, You're choosing to use that belief, right? That my past life could hold me back in that. Now, if you have a terrifying fear of, snakes and there's nothing that ma- it doesn't even make sense to you mm. then we might want to look at that but the whole i can't do it and because of past life or i'm not good in relationships because of past lives i'm like come on you know so yeah <laughs> yeah it's interesting it is and there is a cellular memory yeah i mean there is i i know that to be true and yet this is the first and the other five, right? There might be that cellular memory, but you're here in this lifetime, and how do you want to use your humanness to explore, you know, to move beyond that? Because if we're mm. if we're looking in each lifetime to um, know love more, know self more, mm. I think we got to drop the crutches. And it's similar to like a soul connection or something where you think, geez, I just know that I've, known you you might it's like you go somewhere i i've been here before like yes why does this look so familiar i feel like i've walked through this place before and you know you haven't but right. like why have i 
it's like a similar feeling it it is and there's an because there's an energy stamp of it and some of that may even be precognitive knowledge though Okay. It may so not. Different, right? Yeah, it may not all be. I've been in this spa. I'm having a deja vu. But I knew I would be. Right, yeah. and you may have had, maybe in your dream state, mm-hmm. you know, where you were unhooked and you had that precognitive viewing, but it wasn't enough to make it to your conscious mind. Mm-hmm. So there's a little bit of a ningling, you know, from your your metaconscience that's like, hey, remember when we talked about this last night? <laughs> and you're like, no. It I seems don't. like no matter what these questions are, as random as they are, it all comes back to intuition. <laughs> well, right? That's like the answer for everything. Well, it is in my world. Right. Uh, because it's such a first level wiring. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it really is. And I, that's why I want people to be easy about it. Yeah. To to be like, this is kind of fun. Yeah. You know? so. so the last time we spoke, um, we ended it with me asking you, in general terms, where you saw yourself going personally, in your business-wise, even with this podcast as specific or as broad. And I want to end this one similarly. If you look in the next five to ten years, 2025, 2030, where do you see yourself what will have evolved? What will you be doing in the next five to ten years? Where will we see Vicky? Well, that depends if I move my butt, right? Um, move thy arse. Yeah, move thy arse, uh, because that's you know it, I don't have a you know loophole there. I still have to do it, um, and I still have my challenges with that. I can't remember what I said to you, but I have a feeling not much has changed. It's uh, using this platform to help people accept themselves more to be in the joy of being alive still want that stage um i know that there's a place for me there i also know there's two more books um that has been very loud lately uh so you know lining up we the can rest look forward of, to reading those yeah, in the coming lining years up the, right? the rest of my life to have those the time and space to put that together um so I lately have come to a place that I am learning acceptance of my own self that what I'm doing now is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I love my work. I love the intuitive coaching, uh, my one-on-ones, and yet I know that there's a place where we can all learn together because that support. And so I feel like there'll be more learning retreats and and things like that and just being able to help people navigate mm-hmm. this this world you know geography wise you don't want me in charge but um soul energy and the practical expression of that and on this realm yeah i got that covered you can lead us there i can do that yeah so and play i'm learning to play more mm-hmm. um and to really be quieter in my own head like my head's really quiet to the point where sometimes I'm like hello <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> there's an empty cave up there is anybody thinking yeah. um but to have that combined with uh like serenity mm-hmm. you know in that piece so I'm gonna set a little intention there a little manifesting mm-hmm. here so oh you'll definitely see me all over the globe yeah we look know. forward to it yeah I do too <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for coming in. Thank you. Everybody check out his podcast too, Reese Fit Foods. Um, Tell me the name of it again because I'm blanking. Reese Fit Live. Reese Fit Live. 
um, at Reese Fit Foods everywhere. Um, and go listen to it. He's got a great um, process. We all know I can be long-winded, so short episodes <laughs> are not my gig. I just so admire that you're giving us great information, very direct and um, in bite-sized pieces. Thanks. You're welcome. VickyBear.com It's time to be your best It's time to reconnect With your first sense Trust in your gut, it's the real thing Let's see what your future brings Time to let the fun commence Intuition, your first sense Thank you for listening to Intuition, Your First Sense. As always, please like and subscribe to this podcast wherever you are listening to it. Leave a review and take a minute to share it with a friend. You can find me all across social media at, at Coach Vicki Baird, and you can book a virtual session with me from wherever you are in the world at vickibaird.com slash booking. That's V-I-C-K-I-B-A-I-R-D dot com slash booking. Thank you again and see you on the next episode.